You are Locked On the NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome, everybody, to your favorite day of the week. I'm Anthony Irwin. I am joined by Adam Mattis. Adam, the uh, NFL draft was tonight. The uh, Marvel was Avengers it? movie came out tonight. Uh, was there uh, any basketball? Was 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 basketball played? There was a, a game being played. I'm not sure who all watched it, but we did, and we can share what happened with everyone. We definitely did. We... <laughs> that was a convincing. We definitely did, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> I all right. I'll say this: I didn't see the Avengers movie, and I didn't watch the NFL draft. Does that make you feel better? <laughs> One of us believes in show prep, but it's okay. It's okay. I, I did. Got you. I, I got did show prep. I honestly did show prep. I went back and, <laughs> and and did everything I could to prepare after the fact. But there was a really good game. A, a well, not good game, but it was a. Really it was good for three quarters. For three quarters, it was a fantastic game. That's my thing is that like it was in watching the highlights, one, the people who are cutting the highlights, I think nowadays aren't cutting it in the way that they used to. <laughs> the, is this a get off my lawn highlights? Tick? Yes, it is. It is. It is. Because like I remember when, when we were younger, back in my day, yeah. <laughs> but when we were younger, you would be able to watch a highlight and, and, and get a feel for how the game went. But I watched that thing, and I think they really make them nowadays for for like understanding people understand how that 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 game turned out. Yeah, I don't know what highlights you're you're watching. I do know that back in the day they didn't have YouTube, and now yeah. they do, and yeah. you can really get any type of highlight you want. Yeah, um, yeah. I, so I mean, I'm I, not I, sure. just, I went to the ESPN, and it was like it was they they showed up to the third quarter, and then the fourth quarters when the game was decided, and I just didn't see any of that <laughs> any of that stuff in that highlight. I went back and I found yeah. another one, but anywho, it was a I, I don't know. I you and I, it's interesting. The last time you and I spoke about this series, one mm-hmm. of the points that I made was that I thought it was a good sign that Jokic was shooting the wide open three pointers. He went three for six in the game that you and I were talking about last time, and then he winds up dropping what was it forty three points in this one? It was yeah. a franchise high for for a the franchise high, the highest playoff total yeah. scoring total in Nuggets history, fifty two years. And uh, and and yet they lose by 17 points. And and the point that you made at the time, and the point that you made in in our text back and forth, was it, it if if Jokic is scoring like that, it's because he doesn't have any other option, and therefore yeah. that's how go, games kind of go wrong. Well, I, I think Jokic's points in this game came pretty naturally within mm-hmm. the flow of the offense, and um, some of it, you know. I thought that he played a, a obviously a brilliant game here, but it was a closeout game in that in that third quarter. I felt like he really turned it on. He really got aggressive and he was finding guys and the Nuggets started to roll. Um, they were down three points when he checked out with one minute to go in the third quarter. He mm-hmm. checked back in three minutes late, three and a half minutes later. They were down thirteen, Man. and the game was almost out of hand. So, um, unfortunately, really brutal game I think for him and just sort of his. You know, I don't want to say his legacy because I think people that watch the series will 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 realize it and, and kind of talk about what an incredible playoff debut he's had, regardless of how Game Seven goes. Currently averaging twenty three and a half points per game, eleven and a half rebounds per game, nine assists per game, and he's shooting fifty two, thirty eight, and eighty nine splits. So almost fifty forty ninety on a twenty three point triple double um, in his playoff debut. But this game, so some crazy stats. In addition to Jokic having a franchise record points 
in a 17-point loss. The Nuggets outscored the Spurs in the paint, 72-36. to 36. Mm. Um, Double. That's, that's a double. Yeah. They got second-chance points, outscored them 28-13. to 13. Again, that's double. Um, where this game, and you look at you know turnovers, assists, rebounds, all of these things were almost identical. This game, and this is kind of the perfect Spurs game, the Spurs shot 20 of 29 from mid-range in this game. A ridiculous percentage what, yeah. on those on the and, a and lot the, of them the, contested. The Spurs are good by at the these. Way. The Spurs are very good at these, so we need to put the caveat that you know those are the type of shots Lamarcus Aldridge and Demar Derozan like, especially at home. They are good at this, but this was their best mid-range shooting game of the year, yeah. um, and and just an absolutely absurd one. And a lot of those came in that fourth quarter run where they they created separation. So it's tough to know what to make of this this game. The Nuggets, I think, did a lot of things well. The last three games for large portions of it, certainly all of game four and five, the Nuggets were dominant. Um, They looked like the best version of themselves that they had looked at any point in the Nikola Jokic-Michael Malone era. Tonight, I thought they did a lot of things well enough to win. The Spurs, you look at the numbers, they just ran incredibly hot in the type of shots they like. Yeah. Uh, As you guys can tell, we're we're opening up this this show by talking about the Denver and San Antonio game that took place last night. Uh, in segments two slash three, we are going to power rank the the remaining teams that are still in the playoffs. Uh, so we'll get to that here in a bit. Uh, I, I wanted to. I've never seen this before. I, I I can honestly say this, and and you know, single game plus minus is 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 a flawed thing in and of its own. I have legitimately never seen a game where the losing team has not a single player in positive plus minus and the opposing the, the winning team doesn't have a single player in the negative plus minus. I don't even know what to make of it. I just wanted to point it out because it's freaking wild. It's just I insane. Think, yeah. The, the the bench tonight for the Nuggets, they had, um I think, a combined – Torrey Craig, Mon- who who started, but Monte Morris, Malik Beasley, Will Barton, those guys combined to make seven shots. Yeah. I think they were seven for 29 from yeah. the field. Just a really cold shooting night. So, um yeah, you know, it was just negatives all around. Jokic checks back into that fourth quarter um with the team already down 13 and just wasn't able to get – at that point, you know, you're kind of in desperation mode. Couldn't get anything to go at that point. But – um. But yeah, you know, this was um, – again, I don't know – on first watch, I don't know how much to make of this. Of the, Did the Nuggets just play poorly? Were there things that they did that they needed to do better? No. Certainly shoot the ball. 25% from the three-point line, 42% from the field. I mean they were a little bit cold shooting but not that much. I think the key was just that, that the Spurs at home, they're very, very good. And this was a game where they were just on fire. I, I actually kind of like that this is where the conversation naturally headed because – that Portland game that we watched a couple nights ago where Lillard knocks out the Thunder with a 37-foot step-back three-pointer going to the wrong step-back foot, right? Like shooters will know you're better yeah. you're better stepping back to your opposite hand, not to your strong hand. Uh, he knocks him out with that. He scores his 50th point there. And, and yet the conversation after the fact was, well, Russell Westbrook was terrible. No. That guy had an right. incredible game. He had an incredible yeah. game, and and I think here with Denver, I think you you look at there were some stats you could point to if you're if you're Denver and you kind of look at them, you say, oh, you know that could have been better. But I don't know if if the team that you're playing is knocking down the shots that they want to take at the rate that San Antonio wanted to or was hitting those shots, 
Yeah. You kind of just have to tip your cap and hope you win game seven. My question to you, though, I legitimately, Adam, I I like to we – are, we are both in the industry of takes. I have no idea how this game is going to go. Game seven. I have no feel for it yeah. whatsoever. You know, I think prior to the fourth quarter of this of this one, Denver had, I thought, looked like the better team for three straight games and um, had really gotten their mojo back. That fourth quarter obviously sends a tilt, uh, you know, kind of throws things out of whack. Denver, I think, has to shoot the ball well. And they, it's been talked about they're a young team. They're the eighth youngest team in NBA playoff history, um, which is kind of wild. And a lot of people point to the youth and think, oh, Jamal Murray, Nicole Jokic. Those guys have performed well above expectations yeah. so far in this life. Gary Harris, same thing, well above expectations. Monte Morris, Malik Beasley, Torrey Craig, Will Barton. These are the young guys who they're in role players. They're 14 minutes a game, but those are important minutes. Will Barton, 0 for 4 from the three-point line. Malik Beasley's the team's best three-point shooter, only gets one three-point attempt. Um, you know, those are the guys that I think in game seven are going to decide it. Rudy Gay had been absent for the first five games of the series. He was incredible tonight, had 19 points, three of three from the three-point line. So I I think that with the way the series has gone, I expect very good games from Aldridge, DeRozan, Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, Nikola Jokic. The game will probably be decided, unfortunately, by uh, Malik Beasley, Will Barton, (laughs) Davis Bertans, uh, Marco Bellinelli. Bertans didn't even play last night, by the way. (laughs) Whichever of those guys kind of show up and hit those shots that tilt that swing the game, I I think that's what it'll come down to. And you have to give the advantage to Denver being that they're at home and being that they were the number one home team in the regular season. Yeah, I— I want to. I, I want to agree. I want to believe Denver was one of the teams. The two teams I was really rooting for heading into the, well, the three teams, uh, the Brooklyn Nets because they can make Magic Johnson look like a moron, uh, but the Denver Nuggets and the Portland Trailblazers were the two West teams that I was really pulling for heading into it. So, at the very least, I'm I'm rooting for you guys. I want you so to win. the the only thing I'll say, and and I feel somewhat. I mean, obviously, I have a rooting interest. I cover the Nuggets. I'd love to keep yeah. the coverage going. The one thing I'll say: do not listen to anybody that tells you Nikola Jokic has been anything yes. short of of transcendent I'm glad in the you're series. Making this point. O- only two players have put up the stat line. The raw stat. I'm not doing advanced stats here. I'm just talking about points, rebounds, assists in the NBA history. Only two players: Oscar Robertson and uh, Russell Westbrook. Neither of them did it on 50-40-90 splits like Jokic is doing it now. And oh, by the way, just for fun here, I know you could say what you want about advanced stats defensively in particular, but Jokic ranks number one in defensive box plus minus in the playoffs right now. You could say that's a flawed stat, and it sure is. But yeah. it doesn't get it doesn't screw up that bad. Yeah. So he has been he has been incredible. Um, and I really hope that he gets one more win just as an opportunity to kind of shine on the big stage. Jokic is a fascinating case, man. I could I could I could have an entire podcast with you talking about Jokic and, and the way he's perceived. Unfortunately, we have to move on and talk about the rest of the teams that are that are still playing in the playoffs. So we're going to take a quick second here. And when we come back, we're going to start power ranking the remaining teams. So hang tight. We'll be back here in a second. All right. So uh, fortunately for everybody involved. Adam, re-explain to me how power rankings work. <laughs> if you recall, two weeks ago, we power ranked the teams coming into the playoffs, and, and Anthony thought it was a standing. So, <laughs> To have- be fair, I had those right. I had those standings <laughs> right. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, so today, I, 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 for this show, 
I tried to get this uh, concept of power rankings under control. Hey, uh, whoever I was writing that prior power rankings column for, get at me. I know how to do it now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but let's let's start here. Let's try to knock out the top five seeds each in this first segment. Okay. All right. Uh, I think we both agree on the number one seed currently rolling right now. I think. No, maybe not. You don't I'm think like, so? I, well, I just have these overall because a true power ranking doesn't break them yeah. up by division, by matchup. Right, right. I have it all overall. My number one team right now is the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, I, I, that's why I figured. Well, I didn't know what you were going to say. I never. Oh, no, I would I, never. They, pre- they have, I would never they... pretend to know what you were thinking, Anthony. <laughs> Honestly, you don't want up in this brain. You don't. You, <laughs> you do not want to hop in here. But no, I, I think that's the obvious choice. I think they they swept through their 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 playoff series. Now, fortunately, they went up against a hobbled, if non-present at all, Blake Griffin. Right. Uh, that certainly helps with their perceived. But they Arguably took care the of the worst team in the playoffs. Um, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, they took care of business. I do think, you know, Houston probably would have looked really good against the Detroit Pistons as well. Yeah, um, But you have to give credit to Milwaukee because they did handle business. I think Giannis looks um, – <laughs> Giannis looks like the best player in the NBA right now. I know he, there's a lot of – there's there's a handful of players. You could you'd make different arguments or this or that, but I think Giannis looks like the best. Can I, can I give a take on Giannis? Oh, my gosh. Here it comes. Are you ready? I think so. Sitting down. I think I th- I agree with you that Giannis looks like the best player in the NBA. But I think I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that like he is so good in obvious and classic ways. Oh, of course. That yeah, lends to that lends to this, right? Cuz like we could He's an anti-Jokic in that way. Yeah, right. Like we could say Jokic is having an incredible series. Now, you know, Jokic isn't playing against the Detroit Pistons without Blake Griffin and and Jokic's teammates aren't carrying the same weight. That that Giannis's teammates were able to carry in that series that he's in right now, but Giannis is just—he's so overpowering. It's incredible to watch him play, and he's doing—he's playing basketball in the way that like our parents told us that basketball should be played. That he's dominating <laughs> the game in the way that that yesteryear was dominated, and I, I think that I that think lends he's the Shaquille O'Neal. Really well. Yeah, I think he's the Shaquille O'Neal of this era, and just the. Shaq, they're obviously different players, but Shaq was so much physically di- on a, a tier of all his own. Mm-hmm. I think Giannis is on a tier all his own. There's just nobody else athletically that matches up with him. It's and and <laughs> he's doing this at one of in one of the most athletic eras that we'll ever really see. <laughs> yeah, by yeah. the way, it's crazy. All right, so who do you got second? I got the Houston Rockets, and Me too. you know their stock is falling a little over the last couple games, but I yeah. think gimmick defense aside. Um, I think the Rockets taking care of business the way they did against a very good Utah Jazz team. Utah Jazz probably one of the top six or seven teams in the NBA. They took care of them in five, almost almost four. Uh, the one thing I'm I'm a little nervous about is now this is what the second or third series in a row where Harden fades a little bit as we go deeper into the series. And well, you know that Salt Lake City nightlife can be tough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm rattled, but yeah, I, I think I look if he has another series like this where, as it goes along, he fades again. We're gonna have to start having a legitimate conversation about this guy's work ethic. Well, <laughs> you're drawing a line from a line from point A to point B that I'm not willing to connect. But but you know what? It is. I think just the grind of carrying a team. This is 
Yeah, we, we that's fair that too. That's he's fair like too. LeBron. LeBron James is is he's a freak, right? Even the Kobe Bryant's and the Michael Jordans, they didn't they carried an important load for the team, but yeah, they didn't but carry everything. Like everything, like LeBron yeah. does everything. James Harden does everything for the team, and I think just the grind of a playoffs doing that. Maybe maybe we we will value LeBron's peak even more just based on what kind of usage he carried. I like that. I like that. I like that. Not on spin for lack of a better term, but I like that analysis of it. Yeah. It's, it's a lot more nuanced than me just calling James Harden fat. Uh, who's the, who do you have third? Cause you and I both the, the agree most, on Houston too. I've got the most disappointing one seed in the history of the Western conference, the golden state warriors. Number three. <laughs> Look, I don't like how much we're agreeing. Is this boredom? Is it, you know, is it fatigue? Is it disinterest? Is it that the Clippers are good? I think a little bit of all of that. But this Warriors team, they're just going to continue. The Warriors every year do this thing where they make you not believe and then yeah. they and then they win it. They're and they're then, at that point right now. Yeah. I uh heading into this playoffs, I'm not going to I don't I'm not going to pat myself on the back here, but I said one of the teams that if I were the Warriors, I wouldn't want to play is the Clippers because they're sure. the antithesis of the Warriors, right? Sure. Um and 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 you know it's it's going to sound a little shady you know I, I'm not trying to throw shade at the Clippers but like they aren't they aren't nearly anywhere near as talented as they are but they have that's an identity shade. that's not shade yeah it's it's just a reality but they 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 have an identity they have something that they're willing to fight for collectively and and I think they look at these the 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 chips in the armor that we're seeing across the the Warriors roster and and the chips in the chemistry and and this odd dynamic that has been building now for a few years and and the clippers are i think the perfect team to take advantage of that given the personalities that they have on their roster let's not forget that the warriors blew a 31 point lead in game two which i mean i know it happened and what counts but i'm just saying let's not i think the warrior the real story to me is just that this warriors team is the ultimate slackers and um you know they have an interesting series coming up. Should they advance? Um, number four for me is Toronto. Again, I don't. All right, I'm gonna have to start. Like, <laughs> Our ranking is actually easier than you think. <laughs> <laughs> you you messed up. You taught me how to do it. Now I'm doing it right. <laughs> I mean, I'm curious for Toronto. The, 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 and, I'll, and I'll just spoil my next one after that is Philadelphia. So we have an interesting matchup coming up where Toronto and Philadelphia, I think, are they're worthy opponents of each other. Yeah. Um, they met and with interesting matchups, nonetheless, mm-hmm. um, you know, guy talent at the same position. So uh, I'm really curious to see how the series go. I think it's it, it's the second best series probably uh, of the second round. There's I think all four series are going to be great, but yeah. I think it's the second best of a very loaded second round. Yeah, I have Toronto and Philadelphia as well. I think you and I are actually going to have our first few disagreements as Probably. we head into the in, as we head into the third segment. So let's go ahead and hop into there. I should have just started just ranking them by by rank. <laughs> <laughs> At least then it was like a running joke. Now you and I. <laughs> it is weird that we've agreed. Although I, I will, I would argue that I think the people listening at home probably have the exact same ranking. I think those teams, because yeah. we're ranking how they played in the first round. I mean, that's essentially what this power ranking is. And I think it. I think the separation there is is pretty um pretty regular. I think the next team too. I have the Boston Celtics. Um, Ooh. <laughs> for, All right, for, you and for, I disagree. Well, for starters, they finished their series, <laughs> whereas three of the other four teams <laughs> remaining have not. Um, 
the other option, of course, Portland. I think that's my who take I have on, next. Yeah, I have Boston next, and believe it or not, I actually have the Clippers even after that. <laughs> but Boston, um, you know, Boston won a series. Portland, I think, that won beat the most overrated team in the in the playoffs in the Oklahoma City Thunder, and they were impressive. They were impressive in doing it. So here's why I have. Here's my thing with Boston. Can I now, John? If you're listening, just just skip ahead thirty seconds. <laughs> Lakers think, t- Lakers slander for the Celtics. I don't believe it. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think everybody has this idea of what the what the Celtics should be, what they yes. could be. I I actually agree with this. I agree and, with this. And and we're still allowing that to paint our analysis of what those Celtics actually are. I, that's not at they, all why I have them ranked there. I have they, them ranked there because the teams below them, I think, are are just a tier. I mean, they're just bad. You're right. I, I think we'll find Portland out about beats Boston in a five in, in a seven game series. I think there's no chance. I think, I there's think no they chance. do. I yeah. think they do. Portland got a heroic and an inspired effort from Damian Lillard, which he might have that again in the second round. He's a big yeah. time performer, but I think there's a little extra in going at Russell Westbrook at a very personal and emotional <laughs> matchup. So. I don't know that he would have that in a in a Boston series, um, and then I think Boston just more poised to be able to I, I um, just, to ad- adapt. I just think Boston has been what people think Boston should be, like a few yeah. weeks out of the season total. And, I think that and, was, I think that was true two months ago, but but they they didn't beat Indiana all that handily. Like yes, they won they won in a five game series. First of all, Indiana is a great team. De- well, great defense. Yeah, but they, they but they didn't have. They won in four, player. I believe. They won um, in four. Didn't they win in four? Uh, I, I thought <laughs> Indiana won. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> Man, you're underrated to go even just in regular record. Yeah, it was a four zero sweep. Man, it was he a must sweep. Have, it was, it by but it wasn't. Bit. But it wasn't. It wasn't like the. It wasn't like a. I don't know. Look, Boston gets a ton of credit for winning four straight games against a good Indiana team, but that wasn't. That wasn't the Indiana team that we should have seen in that spot. Yeah. And and those games, it's not like they dominated those games either. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think um, so. I got I got, I got the Clippers ahead of Portland. I, again, I just don't believe in Portland. I think they beat up a, a, a uniquely uh, overrated team in yeah. the Oklahoma City Thunder, who also, by the way, their second best player was facing a pretty significant injury uh, in Paul George with a shoulder injury. So I, I just think yeah. it was a banged up, already overrated bad team that was actually pretty schemable because of how limited they were outside of their top two players. So um, to me, that that series was not very surprising. I'll tell you this. Should Denver advance in their series, I actually would pick them to beat Portland. Um, I and, so I know that, and, and I know it's that close, could be a homer. Yeah. I know a lot of people think you cover Denver. I'm usually the type that picks the opposite. You know, I'm more of the pessimistic mm-hmm. homer than the, than the optimistic homer. But um, I just think that Den- Denver, this series with San Antonio, first three games, they, they were the young team everybody talked about getting out, out of the gate slow. Last three games, I think they've actually been very, very impressive, save for a fourth quarter where, where the Spurs were on fire tonight. Yeah, I would have – Portland behind Denver in San Antonio uh, had Portland not won their series. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's kind of tough. Cause you know, it, it kind of gets back to what you and I were talking, you, you and I joke about where literally Portland made it out of their series right now, but I would take either Denver or San Antonio against Portland. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I, I feel pretty similar about it. Um, do you have the Clippers last then? I do. Wow, I do. Clippers have shown some fight. I think that Clippers team is 
legitimately not a good team, but they're just a legitimate thorn. Like they're the perfect thorn in the side, right? They're they not are. gonna they're not gonna beat themselves. You're gonna have to beat them. But I, I don't know I don't know if the advantage so right now, it's like I said at the beginning, I think the advantage that clip that, that the Clippers have over Golden State is in FU mentality that that Golden State just can't get themselves to have in the first round. And yeah. I don't think I don't think that goes as far in the second round as it does in the first. It's possible. It is interesting that this Clippers team is having as much success, if not more, than Chris Paul's Clippers teams <laughs> of years prior. That is, uh, that really is the, is something. You ready for a take? Oh no! Oh man, I'm gonna regret this take in the morning. You ready okay. for this? I'm ready. I think Patrick Beverly, as it pertains this is gonna be to a bad just, take. as it just pertains to winning basketball, I would rather have a Pat Beverly than I would rather have a than 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 a Chris Paul. Yeah, that's a take. That is a take. You're right about that. My, 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 <laughs> all right, all right. Can I? All right. I'm, I'm gonna. I, under, it already really under, I already understand it, but you can explain it. But it, it's ba- it's basically that like Chris Paul is an all time great point guard. If you're talking about individual talent and and an ability at that position, then then Chris Paul is up there amongst the greatest ever. But if you're just talking about winning basketball and what it takes to win basketball games, I would rather have you know Patrick Beverly. It, just because he he doesn't need the ball in his hands as much, he's I don't think he's as as wearing on his teammates as Chris Paul is, and and you know he's right there with Chris Paul as a defender. So I don't know. I, I it's it's definitely close. And for those who call me like a, a crazy person, yeah, it's fine. I'll, I'll roll with it. But I don't know. I, I Chris Paul's approach to the game of basketball has always kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I'm not going to touch that one. <laughs> one is just the talent, <laughs> the skill and talent level is just so so different yeah, between them yeah, two. But I, I do I I, the utility of Patrick Beverly. He's a he's a you know he's a player on a championship team, probably a backup point guard, but he's a player. He's a piece. Yeah. All right. Uh, you wanted to. You were really excited about this. We are we are done analyzing playoff basketball uh, at this point. It is the weekend of all weekends for Marvel fans out there. Adam, you are not a Marvel guy. I've never you, watched a single Marvel. Never watched a single well, – yes, a, a single Marvel movie. You watch a modern Marvel in, in Nikola Jokic, but a Marvel well, movie you, <laughs> you have never watched a Marvel movie. <laughs> I have not, uh, but I do know everybody's excited because this one, it's on – it's a comic book story. So I know that everybody's really excited about that. <laughs> yes, is it part? Yeah. Is it the? Is it? Is it the part three of a trilogy? <laughs> no. <laughs> is this a tough question? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, kind of. Because all right. So this I is technically there was only like the, the first one. Movie. I thought there was the last one. So there I, have there have been three Avengers movies. Okay. So far, this is the fourth, right? And the Avengers is like all of the. The everybody comic together. books combined. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Everybody, so there was like there was the first Avengers. There was Avengers Age of Ultron. There was Avengers Infinity War. And then now this is Avengers. So this Endgame. is four. This is Avengers four. Is so it's really one. not a trilogy. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. No, no, no. no. Yeah. Not at all. And it's all the same story. Yeah. I mean, the, the, there's tangents and detours and stuff like that. Okay. Quantum right. realms and future and past and present. It sounds really like exciting. It's a well. All right, I'm not. I'm completely underselling it because I'm. I'm. I really want to. I don't want to give away too much because you're sitting here. You're going to predict 
how this goes. Do you need do you need help? Like, do you need? No, characters well, I'm gonna to I'm gonna take some guesses because I know the only thing I know about these movies. And I'm being sincere about it. The only thing I know is from following He's Twitter. Being one zillion percent sincere. <laughs> I get this every time we mention Marvel in our in our group chat. The only Marvel I've seen is Batman. So the the thing <laughs> or the the Batman <laughs> the Batman ones, but so the. <laughs> But from following Twitter, everybody always makes memes and different things. So I do yeah. know that there's a guy named Thanos. Yes. And he is like bigger than Zion the Hulk. Zion Williamson. Yeah, he's like he's like more powerful than all of them combined. Yeah. And he has a glove that has stones on them that yes. makes people disappear. He has incredible stones. Yes. <laughs> but they make people disappear, right? He like snaps so his yeah, finger and they he, just the, they, the, they, in they, the, at the end of the last Avengers movie. Don't, he spoiler alert! His, spoiler alert! Well, the, at this point. <laughs> <laughs> the people who care about what we're talking about right now, the people who talk, who care about that, understand that he snapped his fingers and half of half of the universe disappeared into dust. I'll bet they 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 fight back in the next one and win. <laughs> <laughs> That's my prediction. That's your grand prediction. They all Do you come think, to like Spider Man, right. the Flash. He's dust right now. Flash the, is a different the storm, universe. The storm. The storm is X Men. <laughs> the uh, Captain America. All right. Is there Captain America? There is. There is. He's still alive. He's not dust right now. Okay. So right He's now, there. so heading into heading into this next one, you have Captain America, you have Thor, and Iron Man are like this great trilogy, or, or, or the, the 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 triumvirate or whatever it is that their that their classical name is. They are kind of spearheading this fight. Against Thanos to bring everybody back. Oh, okay. The... I'll bet you they come back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Three hours. a prediction here. Three hours, and, and, and I don't even have to I, – I bought my tickets for tomorrow and everything. I'm not going to go. I'll bet you it's emotional, and they come back, and they, they, beat, they beat him. Oh, he wants to kill everyone because the world's overpopulated, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There's right. there's some holes in his in his thinking. <laughs> um, I hope I didn't ruin it for everybody. It sounds fun. Go out and go out and watch. I, I gotta say, I'm not a Marvel guy. Avengers. I'm not a karma guy, but 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 crapping on Marvel before <laughs> oh, that's a line too far. <laughs> <laughs> crapping on Marvel before your team is going into a playoff series. You know, I don't see the connection here, but I. Also... <laughs> I, w- I, w- I wouldn't have – I would attempt to fade. <laughs> LaMarcus Aldridge snapped his fingers and half of your playoff chances just disappeared. Uh, that's true. It is true. <laughs> that is what happened. Dude, if DeMar DeRo- DeRozan is having a good, like, playoff moment against you, oh, he man, he was on fire. I know. That, that part is true. He was on fire tonight. <laughs> 12 of 16, all mid-range fallaways with a hand in his face. <laughs> That'll do it for this episode of the Locked On NBA podcast, this week of the Locked On NBA podcast. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. Next time Adam, Adam and I talk, I will be able to inform him on, on how correct his prediction was for Marvel Endgame, uh, Infinity War Endgame. Uh, by the time Adam and I talk next, we will have the second round fully underway. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Adam, do you have any, any predictions for this uh, weekend? Do you think... Golden State take, takes care of business and Denver takes care of business? I'm going to go Golden State-Denver. Yeah, I think that's what happens. I think so, too. I I want the Clippers to make a, a series out of it, uh, and I'm pulling for Denver. I really honestly, I promise. Oh, thanks, buddy. 
All right. Have a good one, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you.